there, and welcome to Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are a married couple who likes to shoot the shit about movies. That is true. We do like to shoot the shit about movies. And today will be our third episode. If you haven't listened to it before, the first episode, we introduced you to our favorite movies. Yes. The second episode, Frankie introduced me to a movie I had never seen, the Muppet movie. Yes, and now Scotty is introducing me to a movie I've never seen, Predator, which came out in 1987. Yes. 1987, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, and Carl Weathers, which is, I mean, I feel like most people our age know him from Arrested Development. <laughs> but, well, you know, or, okay. Or from what he's probably most known for, uh, Happy Gilmore, he played Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> No, okay. No, Apollo Creed, I would assume. Thank it's most you. Known for. Rocky Balboa and but Rocky I mean, Balboa 2 and Rocky Balboa 3. Who fucking watches Rocky? I mean... Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> uh, but doing some, uh, you know, precursory research on this yes. film. Again, haven't ever seen it before, but I figured do some, like, fun fact Very checking true. for yes. stuff to pepper in for the review. It was directed by John McTiernan. Mm-hmm. Who also directed Die Hard's one and three, as well as Last Action Hero, which is one of Scotty's favorite movies. I actually do like a lot. Of, okay, I know that movie gets a lot of shit. It does because it's bad. It's not a good movie. No, <laughs> but the concept should have worked because uh-huh. the concept actually isn't a bad concept. It's I mean, it's literally Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, all right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that. Um, Just also, stars. it was, uh, the I think, the first screenplay uh, done by uh, Jim and John Thomas. Yes, uh, I believe so. The Brothers Thomas, yes. as some might call them. I don't yes. know, maybe. <laughs> but uh, they also wrote the sequel for Predator, as well as another uh, story for a movie that Scott really loves ever so much. You want to guess what it is? No. Do you want to guess? I, I have no idea. Wild Wild West. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I do. Scott loves Wild Wild West. If you haven't listened to I'm our uh, unapologetic. other podcast, if you listen to our other podcast, uh, 17 Milligrams, with our friends Mike and Rich, you would know that Scott genuinely loves Wild Wild West for some reason. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to defend it here because it's going to oh, be a whole other thing. Yeah, let's... Um, but... Jesus. Will Smith at the height of his powers. Let it go. Sure, sure. But yeah. we'll get into a guilty pleasure, maybe top ten at some point. Oh, God, what a mess. Anyway, yeah, so before we get into, like, the meat and potatoes, I guess. Also, the music was done by Alan Silvestri. Alan, Alan Silvestri, who I was going to mention that, but he sent the music for a lot of the Marvel movies, but also for one of my favorite, well, actually, my absolute favorite movie of all time, Back to the Future. So the music in this is pretty, pretty boss. It's pretty uh, intense. It's intense. And during the movie, we'll get to a point. The movie almost is, it's almost like two separate movies put together. Because the beginning of the movie is very different from the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting how they did that. And because you go into it and you're like, okay, this is one thing. And suddenly on the drop of a dime, it like switches. Right. And, but he, orchestrates it so well that it it almost feels seamless. Yes, I, I agree with that. Now, uh, one little kind of interesting fact, I guess. Uh, as I've mentioned before on this show and 
our other show, 17 Milligrams. I'm a bit of an Oscar freak. Uh, this movie was nominated for an Oscar for mm-hmm. visual effects. Yeah. But it lost to a movie called Inner Space. Don't know what that is? Don't worry. No one does. I didn't until two hours ago when I looked this up. Um, if you don't know what it is, which I bet no one does, nope. like I said, it's a action comedy from what I could ascertain. Starring Dennis Quaid and Martin Short. <laughs> the duo of the, the duo century. of dreams. So, <laughs> just like Titanic is the ship of dreams, this duo <laughs> I hate is the duo of dreams. So, yeah. I mean, just if you look at the trailer, I mean, maybe we'll intersplice a clip of it in here. It's, it's fucking weird. I don't, I don't know. Lieutenant Pendleton is about to be miniaturized, placed into this needle, and then injected into this rabbit. Rock and roll. But something went wrong. I don't understand. Um, but the visual effects in Predator, for the most part, I think kind of hold up. Yeah, honest, there's a couple of like Tron esque moments with like the forty forty eighties. This was actually very impressive with how they did the Predator and the different thing. Like there is nothing it this movie being done now since we've had two sequels that are fairly recent in the Predators and I think the Predator. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't really changed a whole lot. In, like, the way of, like, the camouflage works. Or, right, yeah. Or things like that. They've only just added to the gadgets and gizmos and shit. Mm-hmm. But, and, of course, CGI. But overall, yeah, if you put this movie out today, mm-hmm. I still think this movie would have been a success. Yeah, sure. Because it looks, it still looks good. I mean, but you know what? Like, the... I mean, I didn't see the newer Predator, Predator movie that was directed by Shane Black, but from what I like heard through the grapevine, it was pretty shitty. Well, the one directed by Shane Black I heard was shitty. The one before that, actually, starring Adrian Brody... I didn't know that existed. Okay. <laughs> it, well, Adrian Brody... Isn't Jesus it? Christ. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> All right. None of the sequels compare to this original. That's usually how it is, though, I feel like. The only time... like, And when they added Alien vs. Predator... Mm-hmm. Which we all wanted at some point, you know. Alien and Aliens and well, Predator think, are like this, so great. I think this was kind of inspired by Alien because of like the kind of like slow burn of like in the like oh yeah it's slow reveal of its monster. It makes sense that it was inspired a little bit by Alien in that way. But uh, from what I read, apparently like the original concept for the movie was like Rambo. Plus E.T. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and, like, watching it, it makes perfect fucking sense, so. And uh, a quick shout-out to uh, Kevin, Kevin Peter Hall. Yes. Kevin he, Peter Hall plays the Predator. A seven-foot-tall man. Who was a dancer. the Predator. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away not long after this movie was made. I think no. in, like, 91. Yeah. He had uh, AIDS, unfortunately, and passed away. It's funny. He he did all the physical. He wore the suit. He did all the physical stuff. Like Scott said, he's a dancer, so that was really cool. The Predator itself was designed by Stan Winston. Yes. Stan Winston, and uh, he was pretty. It's 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 a definitely a, a unique design. It, it seems very. It looks eighties though. <laughs> it, it does seem eighties, but it looks badass. Like yeah. this, this and the, the alien by Geiger. Uh huh. 
are scary looking beasts. Like they are, they're yeah. The alien, I feel like, is really scary. The alien is even scarier than the predator, yeah. but together, both of them are frightening. And also, just uh, another little fun fact about the predator: the voice acting, I guess, if you can call like if you yeah. can call that, uh, was done by a guy named Peter Cullen, who also voiced Optimus Prime. Yeah. And Eeyore, which is kind of hilarious because I love Eeyore. Good for you. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, it's just whenever you watch Eeyore or uh, Predator, just remember that they were voiced by the same person. <laughs> I always, that's always interesting as hell when you see like a guy who's crossed over like so many different characters. Like, I always enjoy like when they look at all the characters, like Phil Lamar is one of those guys who like just side note when he crosses over and is like. 80,000 different characters in all these different shows. Mm. And you're like, wow, that's a weird connection. Yeah. But, uh, so, sorry, no, that, sorry, that was a tangent. Um, Alright, so you ready to get into the, the movie? Yeah, I can, I'm ready to get into the meat and potatoes of the movie. Once right, we talk okay. about the movie. So, the initial shot we get is the alien spaceship. Right. Coming towards Earth. Which I feel like would have been cooler if they didn't even show that and just, like, for the first half of the movie, they just, like, let you think it's a fucking, like, war movie. That's true. And, well, after that, they basically do. Right. But they want to at least have an explanation for the Predator, like, showing up and being there. Mm -hmm. Like, taking away that opening shot and it, it, the Predator just shows up, you don't really have an explanation for the Predator. So this is just a quick little, okay, we show the alien spaceship. Right. That's no, the I explanation. You know, so then we get introduced to our cast of characters. Yes, it's a they plethora of yes. gruff gentlemen. They land, they start getting out of this helicopter, and the last one out is Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Dutch. Yes. Lighting a cigarette, and he's looks like he's ready for action. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't get, I mean, I... Cigar, sorry, he's lighting a cigar. Okay, here's the thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Within the first ten minutes of this movie, I immediately was like, what? <laughs> like, his delivery is so bad, but at the same time, he's just got this, like, odd charm about him that I, I don't understand. It's like this weird X factor of charm that I don't think anyone has been able to, like, really pinpoint. Well, that's the, the thing. No matter what it's been in any of the movies he's ever done, he's always had that charm. Yeah. He's always... And but he's not a good actor. <laughs> it's just like. But weird. the thing is, he doesn't need to be. He's an action hero. I guess. You know, like Terminator doesn't need to be a great action role. You don't need Morgan Freeman to play the Terminator. Right. No, I. You just get need it. A, Arnold Schwarzenegger made sense because he's an intimidating force. <laughs> it's just like the first scene with like him and Carl Weathers, who plays Dylan, who's like his old like army buddy or yeah, something. Yeah, they knew each other from the war. They're like, it's just so awkward, and like they do this weird like fucking five minute long like air fucking arm wrestling fight. It's just bizarre. It's Dylan. You son of a bitch. Everyone jokes. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like so. <laughs> it is very aggressive, but it's one of those things. It was. It's hysterical because now it's almost. That's almost become a joke with like the predator handshake. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it, so then we get basically like introduced into like the mission. The mission is for Arnold Schwarzenegger to take his crew and go save these hostages. Mm -hmm. That is what he is told. Right. And now. He's also told 
that Carl Weathers is coming with him. Mm-hmm. Now, in the same scene, you also learn something that Arnold Schwarzenegger's crew turned down another job, which I didn't know you could do that in the military, turn down jobs <laughs> randomly. Like, turn down a job. But digress. He turned down the job where they were going to, I guess, kill a bunch of people that were unnecessarily going to be killed. Mm-hmm. And Carl Weathers looks at the general, who is also there, and is like, they give, a, they give each other a look. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this death. I kind of did, yeah. It's very brief, but it, it kind of foreshadows right, yeah. something later. Well, yeah, throughout like the ensuing like interactions with Carl Weathers, you just get a very shady vibe from him. Like Something's amiss. Yeah. So then... Um, but yeah, you go in the helicopter and then you meet everybody. Yeah, then we start meeting everybody's personalities. Right. And who's the first person that stands out to you? Well, we, we meet Jesse the Body. Yes, that's uh, Jesse Ventura plays Blaine, who uh, is chewing it's, tobacco. It's Jesse's like first movie, right? Yes. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, he was kind of cool. And then you meet Mac, who's like BFF, who I secretly thought they were in love. But we'll get to that <laughs> as we go. Yeah, played by uh, my my evidence for why I think him and Mac are in love. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he's played by Bill Duke, which yes. is one of like those guys from movies that like he's, you've seen a million times but you is, don't really know his name. He is one of the one of those character actors who's yes. been in a ton of stuff. Uh who else do we have of note? We have uh Hawkins played by Shane Black, who obviously <sighs> uh he directed, as we said, the recent remake of Predator, but also he has directed uh Iron Man Three and uh Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Which is a good movie. So yeah, he's usually like a writer director. He but... he's always hit or miss with his movies usually. And then we have, uh, I want to mention Billy, too. Yes. He's like the Native American character, who I don't really like how they did that character. I just feel like it's kind of... It's very weird. stereotypical. It's very, yeah, I don't like how stereotypical it is. But like, again... Bad stereotypes where the Native American character can like be one with nature, and he understands everything. Like, it's weird. I don't know. But he, he's played by uh, Sonny Landham. Yes. Which I tried to look up other stuff he's been in, but I didn't recognize him from anything else. But basically, he just looks like he's been in like a shit ton of action movies. Yeah. It, well, it, everyone in this this pl- platoon of people mm-hmm. is ripped out of their minds. Oh, yeah. They're all like ripped and crazy, like with guns and million. Yeah, it was just that kind of movie. And we also <laughs> get some of their quirks in this helicopter scene. Oh, yeah. Fucking Shane Black. Such a... <laughs> Shane Black. Literally the first thing I wrote, like my first note was, Shane Black gets no pussy. <laughs> because all he does is make like, like well, disgusting, make, dirty jokes. He makes two jokes about his girlfriend's pussy. Yeah. But like, it's so, it's to the point where it's so obvious, like you don't get pussy at all. And both of them are to Billy. Yeah. And Billy doesn't laugh at either of them. Yeah. Because they're both <laughs> terrible jokes. We also get... And then uh, we get a line from... I'm sorry, I just want to mention, because uh, Jesse Ventura oh. stood out for me, too, because he just, like... Uh, besides the sexual tension with him and Bill Duke, <laughs> he, came, he came out with this crazy fucking line that I, I wrote down because it was so good. There's a lot of good, like, one-liners in this movie, too, which I, I like, wrote down a bunch of them because they were just so many that were really good. Um, but the first one that I really loved was Jesse Ventura is saying, like, I don't remember what he's referring to, but he calls something or someone a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. What he's saying is... And I'm like, what? 
he's trying to share his chewing tobacco because that's his thing. He chews tobacco. Right. And he goes, he tries to share it and no one wants it. He goes, what are you guys, crazy? This stuff will make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus. I mean, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Duke is, of course, shaving his non-hairy face. Yeah, that's like his quirk, which is weird. Like, he just shaves his fucking hairless face. He shaves the sweat off of his hairless ass face. It's very weird. I don't know. Ugh. But at one point, he tries to offer, like, like booze in his... He has, like, a flask, and he tries to offer it to Jesse Ventura's Blaine. And, like, it's just such a lovely moment. And then it comes back later... <laughs> And that's, there, there's more, there's so much evidence throughout this movie that I think that there's, like, latent homosexuality between, <laughs> between Duke and Ventura, which is fine. I love it. <laughs> it's actually very, it, But I felt it in my bones. I don't know why. Some of it's very, actually, if you, if you just look at it, it's... It's kind of coded. It, it's coded, but it's also kind of sweet in a way, too. It is. It's very sweet. That's why I like it. But, okay, so we get introduced to these characters. Now we finally land. Mm-hmm. We land and they, we start going through the woods, and the first thing these guys find is a crashed helicopter that has been shot down by a heat-seeking missile. Okay. And we start, we see the pilots, they've been shot in the head, and we now start searching the area, and we find another search party, as Carl Weather says, that have now been strung up and skinned alive. Yeah, and that was, I really liked the gore. I thought it was really, like, it was genuinely, like, disturbing. It wasn't focused on enough to where it looked bad. Yeah, it, it they, looks they, fine. It, it, looks, was, it looks good, but because they don't really sit there and, like, put the camera on yeah. it. Yeah. Which was smart, you know, but you sit there and as you look at it, you know, it's, like, it's gory. And, of course, Schwarzenegger knows one of the skinned people because they find their dog tags. Right. They realized, like, it was a search party sent out. They were killed by something. They were killed by something. Carl Weathers assumes it's... They're just a random search party. He has nothing to do with them. Blah, blah, blah. Schwarzenegger's really starting to get the thing, like, something's wrong here. But it, it must be the Rebels. The Rebels did this. They're crazy. These, right. These Rebel scum. Oh, wait, sorry. Wrong movie. <laughs> wrong movie. <laughs> um... So they go to now the rebel base. Yeah, and then like, you know, it's basically like they kind of siege the place and they start blowing up motherfuckers and shooting like crazy, and it's just a huge fucking nightmare of guns and fire. And oh, it yeah. goes on forever. <laughs> it, it's a long action kind of scene. Arnold lifts a Arnold lifts a truck because you know he's Arnold and he can do that, I guess. Uh, he, hey, Mister Universe. Um, but then like. They get into, like, the base or whatever, and Arnold just, like, randomly stabs this guy, but it has, like, the weirdest sound effect. Like, boing! I'm like, what the f- Stick around. Fuck. It was a great sound- It's a terrible sound effect, but also, why don't you stick around? Oh, yeah, some more fucking terrible one-liners. Stick around! <laughs> and then he goes to another guy, knock, knock, and then kills another guy. It's like, oh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> It's, like, so cheesy, but it works, I guess. And then, uh, after, like, the dust settles, there's another one. Uh, oh. Jesse Ventura is, like, you know, looking around, and one of the guys is like, oh, you're bleeding, man. And then Jesse Ventura goes, I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. You're hit. 
You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Huh. Okay. I was like, all right. It, it, it was, it's just it a, was badass. No, like, it's, a bad, it's a It's a great little action scene. I just feel like now those kinds of things are so cliche. Oh, well, yeah, they are. But this was before that was like a, right, a yeah. thing. And Schwarzenegger made a living off those cliche little like one-liners. And he did a lot of those with Jesse the Body, too. Um, so they go through this whole siege. Uh, and then they find out after everything's said and done. Well, actually, before they find out, before... We get introduced to a girl oh, who yes. goes to shoot Arnold in the back of the head, and Arnold knocks her out before she shoots him. Yes, in the head. that's uh, Anna. She's played. Anna is played by Elfida Carillo. I think that's how you say it. We apologize if that's not. <laughs> but yeah, she's like a pretty girl that apparently, apparently, only speaks Spanish. Uh, and Carl Weathers thinks she has information, so they decide to, like, take her along with them. But before that, they find out that Carl Weathers is a little sneaky sneaky. Yes, he... Basically, these people were about to cross the border and cause issues for an American territory. So they sent... They tricked Arnold's crew to come and basically slaughter all these people. Right. And Arnold was not happy about it. He did not want to be tricked. He was here for a rescue mission. He's a rescue team. He's not an assassin, as he says. Um... But Carl Weathers now decides he's going to take the girl with them as they're about to leave. And they have to now go through this uncharted territory because other rebels are coming to. Because they have all this noise and explosions and nonsense. And we get another cool line uh, from Billy, the Native American stereotype. <laughs> like, it's not even really a character, it's just a walking stereotype. Uh, they're like talking to him about, okay, which way should we go? Uh, and, he's, and Billy's like, oh, well, we can't go through here because it's very dangerous. I wouldn't wish that on a broke dick dog. Yes. <laughs> like, I looked at Scott. I'm like, what did he say? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, what he I've said. never heard that in my life. Yeah. It's... But see, like, this is where I feel like this is the point where I, like, kind of picked up on, like, really how obnoxious the stereotype is with the Native American character. Because he's like, oh, he's Native American, so he can track and he can like lead us. Be which one way with go. the with the nature. Yeah. I'm like, all right, like really. Because there's <laughs> another point too, where like uh, they're walking through the forest or the jungle, I should say, and the uh, he's the only one that sees the predator like, mm -hmm. hidden in the trees. Yes. And it's like, okay, and, like yeah. really, like I just don't like that it's. I don't like the fact that there's a character that has like those kind of like an at one with nature abilities. I just don't like that it's automatically him because he's Native American. That's true. It, it is wrong. But before actually, because we skipped the part, before the rebel scene and then shooting up the rebels, we get the first look at Predator Vision. Yes, which is cool. Like, it's basically like, you know, like Heat Vision. It is Heat Vision, but yeah. it, it's, a, it's a cool concept that that's how he tracks them. I mean, I did like that. Throughout the movie, like, it's very much, it reminded me a lot of Jaws, where, like, you kind of, like, you don't see the shark really at all till like, the, the very yes. end. And in the meantime, you just kind of get, like, peeks of, like, the shark's perspective, and you get, like, little bits and pieces yeah. here and there. Like, that's kind of how this movie builds up the Predator, which I thought was cool. Yeah, and he's watching them, and he's listening to them, and he's taking their voices, like Bill Duke. 
has an interaction with Carl Weathers. Because Carl Weathers is being very shady. Yeah. And he ends up stabbing a scorpion that's landed on Carl Weathers. And now the he's mimicking the voice of the of laughter plus Bill Duke's voice and he's mimicking yeah, the voice. That was clever, I like that. Um but then we get um Then we start walking through the woods and then right. we get the scene with Billy. Where Billy is looking into the woods and he's oh, the only yeah, one who's... Right. That's where we get that scene. Now. Um, And then Anna, the the girl, she tries to escape. Uh, she's tough she tried nails. to escape once before. Then she tries to escape again. Because she's and, tough as nails. She's, right, she's a fighter. She's, she's cool. That's her I point. liked her character. I wish they developed her even more, actually. Because I liked her. Obviously, like, she was a, a vagina in a sea of dicks. But, like, but even, that's kind of why I wanted her to be developed a little more. But even still, even with... That case of her being, as you said, a vagina in a sea of dicks. I wouldn't say that. You said that. Um, <laughs> she does. There's no point where she doesn't want to fight. Yeah, and and, like, and there's also no point where she, like she falls in love with Arnold. Right. Yeah. Because in a lesser movie, that's what have happened. That's true. That's absolutely true. And like, also, she can clearly take care of herself. Like, there's points throughout, towards like more towards the end of the movie where Arnold is, like, protecting her yeah. a little bit, but she clearly doesn't really need that. Well, like, she, Arnold stops her from doing something stupid twice. Well, not necessarily stupid. It, Spoilers. Like, we just realized that uh, at some point, they realized that, like, the Predator is hunting them when he starts hunting them. We haven't gotten there yet. But when he starts hunting them, he's doing it for sport. So he doesn't go after Anna because she isn't armed. And that wouldn't be sportsmanlike, I guess. So yeah, she, every, she so wasn't there a, him a couple at the of point. times where she goes to pick up a gun and shoot, and he's like, "Get that fuck, don't!" And he kicks he it out of her hand, her, which you know is fine. But I like the fact that she's not like a will to no, like, no, 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 or like you know. And she can when she escapes the second time, she gives him a run for their money. Oh, yeah, she she starts, she actually gets away. She gets away, and it takes a lot for eventually Hawkins, Shane Black, catches up with her. And he's like, please, just stop, stop. He doesn't want to hurt her, which I actually like, because the other, a couple of the other guys are, like, really, like, nasty and gruff yeah. her, but he's not. And that kind of just, like, adds to his character of, like, I like to talk about pussy, <laughs> but he's I, really, like, a nerd. Yeah, oh, no, he's he's clearly, like, the, the pussy jokes are, like, just because he's with, he's the one of, like, the two guys who are not like physical specimens in this movie? Right, right. He's clearly like him and him and nerdy, the other. But he's 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 character. the least physical specimen right, of the movie. Right. But then we Which get that. I guess makes sense why he's the first one killed. Well, then we get the clicking noise. Right, the predator makes this weird clicking noise, which I think was Peter Cullen's idea. It was from what I read. It's so scary because the moment Hawkins turns around, bang to the head. And he's dragged off into the woods, and, and the girl like is splatter, petrified. Splatter of blood in her face. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, so now, everyone's freaking out. Hawkins' guns and uh, supplies are left on the floor, and the girl's left there. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, what the hell is going on? So then they go to her, and they ask her, like, what happened? She's just like, oh, in Spanish. The, the jungle came alive and took him because the, the predator is completely camouflaged, so it just looks like nothing. It just, like, drives him away into the jungle. But then we, they're like, okay, let's find Hawkins. Let's find him Yeah, right so they now. start... So they go, and 
they have a really cool shot. I wrote this down. Like, it was a really cool shot where they're, like, looking, and you just see... First, you just see, like, blood dripping. Mm-hmm. And then you see it, like, on the leaves, and then you see it on the tree, tr- like, branches, and then you pan up. And slowly but surely, you see Hawkins upside down, hanging from the tree, just completely bloody and obviously dead. About to be skinned, probably. Yeah. So it's, it's very... I like the way they kind of have the suspense. Sometimes, in my opinion, the suspense was, like, drawn out too much. But it towards the beginning, like, as we're leading to the end, I really liked how they did, like, those kind of shots. It was definitely... Definitely, I love I love the suspense. I love it. The build-up, the intensity, is, it just keeps building. And you don't, you don't fully know what the Predator is capable of yet. But the thing is, you think that it's... I thought, at least, that it was going to kind of go a little slower as we started killing everybody off. But then, like, really, like, right after they find Hawkins, Jesse Ventura gets killed. Jesse Ventura gets killed. Jesse Ventura gets shot. But what's great is he gets distracted by an otter. <laughs> we and, love that. And then he uh he gets shot three times by the shoulder cannon of the Predator. Right. Which is because they go and they bring up the fact that how, you know, he died, they're like, there's no shrapnel and the wound is cauterized already, right, right. which is crazy. And like immediately after uh he dies, Max sees him and just goes apeshit, well, starts crying and shooting into the jungle at nothing, basically. Well, no. Max sees the Predator. Like, he sees the shape of it. He sees the... He sees the because you, camo is only so good. Mm-hmm. If you're moving, you can be seen. And then the Predator shines his eyes. Right. His eyes glow. And then Max starts shooting like crazy into the woods. Which, I mean, now, granted, all of my evidence for the fact that uh, Mac and Blaine were madly in love, they could be seen as, like, just, you know, two guys, BFFs, you know, like, buddies in arms, which is fine. Like, I'm down for that, but, like, my argument is that, you know, these are two burly men, and if they were madly in love, they probably wouldn't have told anyone. And they just have a very, like, a closer bond than anyone else in this outfit. As everyone else like, starts to kind not, of... Not in a weird way, but in a very, like, well, tender way. It just seems very tender. As everyone else starts to die, no one else reacts like how Mac exactly. reacts about Jesse. That's why I'm like, they, like, are very close. Like, they love. I feel like they're... Like, Arnold, Arnold's upset because of... You can tell Arnold's upset by his people dying because he doesn't want his people to die. Well, yeah, because but, he's, like, the leader. But he so. still doesn't act like Mac acts. Right, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, he basically is just crying, like, hysterically shooting into the woods. And, like, from then on, he's not the same. He's completely, like, he's just, like, he starts off, like, cracking a little bit. And then by the end, it just seems like he's completely just cracked emotionally. Yeah, and they literally, all the ammo, they just destroy the trees. They Because everyone starts oh, yeah, joining they Mac, like, and they all start. Into the jungle. Into the jungle. And nothing happens. Well, they, they actually clipped the predator. Right, but they don't realize that because they see no, the but the blood. girl does. Yeah, and she's like, the blood actually. Fun fact is, I think it was glow stick juice yes. mixed with KY jelly, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But uh, you know, it, yeah, it's like green glowy goo. Oh yeah, it's it's green glowy, and the girls as, the only as, one who knows as it is with aliens, I suppose. Yeah, they green, have to have weird green, blood. Green glowy goo. She knows this is it. 
So now they have to set up a defense position because they want to call on the chopper to save their mm-hmm. asses. Because now they have no idea what's going on. Right. So Max sets up a defensive position, and then he goes to check on Jesse's body. Yeah, and that's... Because now they're carrying Jesse's body with them. Right. And, like, when they say, like, oh, okay, we'll take, uh, we'll take Jesse, you know, we'll take Jesse's body, and Max is immediately like, I got him. Like, I want to take him. And also, when he's, like, lying out at one point, Mac goes up to him, and, you know, he's, like, talking to his, like, horse, essentially, and, uh, at, he takes out his flask, I think he, like, pours out a little bit for him, and then he puts, he takes his flask and puts it with uh, Jesse's, body. Jesse's body, which I thought was really sweet, and another piece of evidence that I have that they're madly in love, and well, he just lost his BFF slash Well, there's that, and then love. right after that, now they go cut to, like, Nightfall and Max on watch. Yeah. And Oh, and he has this, like, beautiful little, like, mini soliloquy to the moon, talking to... Talking, talking to the moon, how... Talking to Blaine, essentially, being like, remember when we did all this stuff, man? It's just you and me all the time. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, and then he's also saying... It was actually really sad. And how he was basically also saying, after that nice soliloquy about Blaine, that he's going to basically catch the Predator and cut Blaine's name into the Predator. Yeah. I was like, you guys... I love their... Like, I genuinely... I know I'm like... I know it might seem like I'm being, like, silly, like, saying, like, oh, they're gay, and, like, it's, I don't care either way, but I just really love their relationship. Yeah, it definitely. I just think it's, like, super sweet. Oh, and, it like, is. honestly, if they are, like, they would make the handsomest couple, because Jesse Ventura was kind of handsome. Oh, back, back then? Back in the day. Oh. Now, he kind of looks like a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh. But, back in the day, he was a handsome man. Well, yeah, back in the day, even when he was a wrestler, man was... God damn. <laughs> um, so okay. we get to... So now we get the pig runs in. Oh, God, yeah, the pig scene. The oh pig God. runs in, sets off a trap, flares fly, Mac catches the pig, it thinking it's the president, it. and starts stabbing oh, it wildly. Oh, so passionate. Uh, he starts stabbing it wildly. Everyone runs to Mac, because and they're like, like, where are you, Mac? Where are you? They're like, it's a pig. Fucking idiot. <laughs> it's a pig. Then they freak out because they're like, oh, the girl might have ran away. She's the only one not there. So they run back. She's not moving. And Jesse's body's gone. Oh, yeah. They, the predator came in. And took Jesse's and took body. Jesse's body. Which was crazy. Because he wanted to. He basically. Wanted to do like the ritual, whatever it yeah. is. Like bringing him up or whatever. Uh, but then you find out that, like, because Arnold's just getting frustrated now. And he goes to Anna and is like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you find out, oh, she speaks English. <laughs> sure, she does. Um, She's a smart cookie. She's like, I'm not telling these fuckers I speak English. They can think that I'm Spanish and think that I'm a weak little thing. Like, I don't yeah. care. Uh, um, but, so, yeah, yeah, so we find out that she speaks English. And then she basically says, like, listen, I don't know what it was. It was a chameleon, essentially. Like, it was just blended in with the jungle. And fucking Carl Weathers is a dickhead. He's just like, what a fucking lizard killed him, you fucking idiot. I'm like, what are you, stupid? That's not what she's saying. He's like, a fucking lizard. I'm like, okay. Like, Carl Weathers is just the worst. Like, he's uh, so charming, but in this movie, yes. he's like the worst until the end. Oh, uh, he's the worst. We saw the Predator bleed. She, had, she mentions the Predator bleed. Because yeah. earlier on, we actually got to see the Predator for the first time. 
without the camo. Right. Well, that's what I like, too, is that, like, you don't really see the Predator at all. The audience doesn't see him until, like, halfway through the movie. You know, so we saw him, but we saw him for the first time bleeding. He, he fixed his leg up, blah, blah, blah. But, um, but now she, she says, uh, it's blood is green. Yes. And, and Arnold we, goes, and if it another, bleeds, yeah. we can kill it. Another killer uh, one-liner there. If it bleeds, we can kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Which makes sense. Yeah. Obviously. But now we're getting to the point yeah. where, because it's funny, because in the beginning, the artillery is so, like, it's very, like, kind of high-tech, and they're just using a bunch of guns, and, like, yeah. grenades, and craziness like that. But then, the second half of the movie, it's very, like, guerrilla style, like, yeah. Boy Scout style, as Carl Weathers said, basically. It's well, like yeah, because... and pulleys and traps. Because and... the Predator can't see those through heat vision. He can't see the wooded area being used against him. And he gets trapped in the net. Oh, yeah, uh, where I was jumping. Please, we can kill it. Oh, uh, oh yeah, also, uh, Mac breaks the razor on his face right before the, our... The, this now what left crew right. and the Predator... He breaks the razor on his face. Well, and that's why we also figure out, like, that's the point around this time where they take Jesse's body and they're trying to, like, trap him. That's when they realize, like, oh, they're not, like, out to just you know, kill us all at once. Like, they want to kill us one at a time. Yeah, he's hunting them. Yeah, he's all about hunting. Um, so he's hunting them. So Arnold goes out of, because now they're all huddled together, and Arnold walks out past the trap. And the predator falls into the trap mm-hmm. and gets caught by the net and explodes the net, starting to set off another giant, crazy kind of action moment where one of the guys is injured. The predator gets shot and is also like his, his camo breaks slightly. And Mac and Carl Weathers go after the predator by themselves telling Arnold to go after, take the injured guy with Billy and the girl and get to the chopper. Get to the chopper! <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. So now Mac and Carl Weathers go after the Predator. Right. Then... So, <clears throat> as they're going after the Predator, they separate because they see him, and they're like, we can get him, we can kind of surround him, and just kill him. Right. Uh, that doesn't work out. <laughs> no, it does not work out. Mac gets his head blown off. Right. I liked, um, and then, about, like, not long after that, Carl Weathers is killed, but I like his death probably the best. Because, yeah. like, he's an asshole throughout the whole movie up to this point, but then you're like, when he gets killed, he is, like, the most badass death, because the fucking Predator literally shoots Carl Weathers' arm off. Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. And his, uh, his gun arm drops to the floor, shooting still. Yeah. And then, after that, his arm is blown off, and Carl Weather still goes to, like, pull out another gun or something, and then... The Predator kills him. He gets blown away by the Predator. So I, I just thought that was, like, probably the most badass one, for sure. It is. It was very interesting, though, before this, because Carl Weathers just kind of decides out of nowhere, like, oh, I'm going to go follow Mac. You go, Arnold, with Billy. Mm-hmm. Like, because Arnold was about to follow Mac, and I was like, why did Carl Weathers just make this decision? It kind of felt out of the blue. 
Yeah, Even especially since his... they didn't like each other the whole movie. So why are you following him? I don't know. It was, it was, it's fine. But they have to get Arnold out. Well, yeah, Arnold's got to be. Arnold's got to be. We all know Arnold's got to be the last one. But it's like, okay, so then, so then them two are dead. Them two um, are dead. And then for you, no reason Well, you at hear, all, you hear Carl Weathers scream. Right. So Billy turns around. Well, is that why? I feel like yes. that's, I, Carl, I just he, felt like it came out of nowhere. No. I mean, it made sense for his, like, fucking, you know, like, cliche Native American it, character. It, but it also, did. I feel like that's a cliche in action movies all together. Like, oh, one yeah. guy kind of stays behind to yeah. take on the beast. He whatever. does. But we, again, so he throws his gun away, which I'm like, why would you throw your gun away first? Uh, you got, I'm, 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 like, he's going to fight this monster one on one. Actually, he probably, he figured that he's going to die anyway, so he's just going to... Because he says it at one point. Yeah, we're all going like, to die. we're all going to die here. He does. So he knows, like, he figures, like, we're all going to die anyway. I'm going to die. I'm going to die trying to save them, he, essentially, it, I guess. But then he dies off screen just screaming. Yeah. I like, mean, that's... Yeah. We don't, like, we don't see... Like, I feel like they missed the boat. Like, that could have been a cool, like... Well, we the, see him later, though, getting his spine ripped, ripped out. out. Yes, he gets his spine ripped um, out, which is a great scene. <laughs> um... But that's, again, later. So now it's we're down to Arnold, an injured man, and the girl. Right. And the girl tries to grab his gun. Arnold stops her like, from grabbing no. the gun. <laughs> it's not getting you because you don't have a gun. Like, stop. And finally, a blast comes out of the trees, hits the injured guy in the head. He's dead. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Arnold's bl- Arnold turns. He gets shot. He's fine. Of course. It's Arnold. <laughs> Fuck that. And he yells to the girl, Get, get to the chopper! Run! Go! Get to the chopper! <laughs> that's the, like, the fucking, I feel like that's the most, like, known line from this movie. It's one of them, yeah. Because I feel like I knew that line. Oh, so yeah. So I feel like, get to the chopper, go! Get to the chopper! <laughs> yeah, so she goes, now we're left, it's Arnold... I know, I don't like that she doesn't, well, she comes back at the end, because spoilers, they get to the chopper, but, (laughs) but like, yeah, it's like, oh, she's not going to come back. No, (laughs) but we're down to Arnold versus the Predator, and this is where it starts building up, because the Predator has the upper hand right right away, and Arnold's running. Arnold falls down into the water, off a cliff into the water, drags himself up into a muddy patch. And that's when he realizes, as he gets all muddy trying to back away from the Predator, whose candle is now not working because water short-circuits electricity, (laughs) the Predator can't see him when he's covered in mud. Right, which I think, I feel like, when I was doing research on this, um, I think, like, the Mythbusters or something kind of did an episode about this to see if that actually is, like, a thing, that, like, covering yourself in mud, like, lowers your body temperature, and I think they kind of disproved it. But I mean, it works for the movie. It's fine. Movie magic. Yes, movie magic. <laughs> um. So, but so the predator can't see. Predator goes off because Arnie's hiding. So Arnie realizes he has to now set the stage because he he will not beat the predator one on one. It it goes very. I just I do like the transition between like high tech like kind of war movie to like very animalistic like oh yeah hunting. Arnie sets up a bow and arrow. The what is that like? Uh, the greatest game or something? Most dangerous. Most game? dangerous game. That yes. kind of thing. It's, I like that. It's very tough, and like Arnie now has to set the stage to try and fight this predator, who is also just he's ripping Billy's skull, 
spine out. He has his collection of skulls. He's fixing his camo. Yeah. And, you know, so now it's a build-up to, like, until the point where Arnie screams and lights a fire. Yeah, that was, like, a primordial, like, animalistic scream. That was crazy. It was But it kind of, it did, like, kind of set the tone for, like, the last chunk of the movie. Yeah. So now the Predator comes. And Arnie and the Predator are fighting. Arnie disables his camo by shooting a, basically an explosion, an arrow with explosives attached yeah, to it. Yeah, that was one of like the Tron-esque like, visual effects moments where like the, the, like, the Predator's camo was like, and it like, had like this blue like, light, like electronic, like, and it was like, okay, <laughs> all right, we'll go with it. And then, uh, so now they're fighting. Arnie uh, ends up causing more damage to the Predator, so the Predator starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. Arnie's bleeding from another shot from the Predator because the Predator started shooting wildly into the there's, woods. There's one shot that I really liked uh, where, like, I think it was like they were just shooting at each other and there was all these, like, fiery, like, blasts. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was totally dark. The Predator was, like, kneeling there and it was just, like, lit up by, like, it looked like fucking, like, fireworks. It was, like, the coolest oh, shot. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was an awesome shot. Uh, yeah, that's an awesome point. Basically, the Predator is now searching for Arnold, mm-hmm. and he catches, like, Arnold shoots at him, but he sees kind of where it came from, fires into the tree, fires at where Arnold is, Arnold swings, lands in the water, the mud's gone from his body. He can be seen. Right. So the Predator now has him. He has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. It looks like the predator is about to kill him. Which I was like, I didn't. I mean, obviously, like I didn't think that he was gonna kill him because, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's got to live, like, obviously. But like, logic would suggest <laughs> that you should kill him now because, like, you caught him, and that was the whole, like, all you wanted to do was catch this, this prey. You know, well, it just didn't make sense. It came <laughs> to the point where he respected Arnold. And I get that. Arnold had given him the best fight anyone had ever given him. I get that. That's, that's why he unmasks himself and shows Arnold his face. I get it. Also, the, it, the girl mentions at one point earlier on in the movie that this has been happening for years. People have been going into the woods and then disappearing and being found later oh, hung right, up. Oh, right, right. So yeah. this has been happening in this woods for a long time. Right. No, I get that. So. But like, then, like, directly after that, the Predator just starts, like, beating the holy shit out of Arnold, and you're like, okay, so you respect him enough as prey, like, you know, a, a decent prey to, like, show him your face and not kill him right there, but yet you're, like, beating the shit out of him, and, like, I would think that if you respect an opponent, you would want to, like, kill them quickly, just to, like, put them but out of their misery. I think he wanted to, A, Arnold was down to hand-to-hand combat. In mm-hmm. his mind. So it was like, let's finish this hand-to-hand. You know, because Arnold now no longer had any weapons. Didn't have his bow and arrow. Didn't have explosives. Right. So now it's just hand-to-hand combat. And he was beating the living snot out of Arnold. Which is impressive when you think about it. Because Arnold is such a big guy. To find something that can fight alongside him. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that was the issue when he, they canceled him in Terminator, because they initially wanted him to be the good guy in Terminator. Right, yeah, I remember. And they were like, we can't... How do we find something that, next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, is intimidating? Yeah, but I, I liked they had the another cool like little one-liner when he, the Predator reveals his true face, like, under the mask, and it's, like, ugly as fuck. And he, Arnold's just looking at him, like, look on his face, and he just goes... One ugly motherfucker. <laughs> you one ugly motherfucker. And I'm like, yes, that's the perfect explanation of what's happening here. It is. And now Arnold tries and basically leads the Predator into a trap. Yes. And drops a giant log on the Predator. Yeah, well, I thought that was funny, too, because at one point, Arnold's just like, come on, come on, come kill me. And I'm like, I agree. He should have killed you a long time ago, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? That was good, too. I like that. That was cool, too. That he was just, like, egging him on to try and get him into the yeah, trap. Into the trap. The Predator notices it the first, the initial trap with the knives, hops over, gets hit by the log. That oh, was- but then, okay, this other part that I didn't like <laughs> was then, at that point, the Predator is, like, down to clown. And by down to clown, I mean he's, like, he's on bleeding the ground, out. bleeding to death. And he... Arnold walks over with a giant rock to kill him because, you know, he, this fucking alien killed all your fucking friends. <laughs> like, fucking make sure he's dead. But then he's just like, no, and puts the rock down. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? And then directly after that, the predator goes on his little, like, wrist thingy, yes. like, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, and, like, sets off, like, a self-destruct sequence and i'm like see you motherfucker you should have killed him if you fucking killed him with the rock you wouldn't be running away from an explosion right now well, you dumb fuck arnold does arnold has stated in this movie because mm. it was initially stated he's not an assassin bitch he doesn't want to kill people that he's the predator in his mind is bleeding out and already dying there is no need for him to take this rock and beat the Predator to death. I think he just realized, hey, I'm the star of this picture. I'm not going to die. Fuck it. Because <laughs> obviously he doesn't. No. <laughs> so the Predator explodes in the background. Arnold runs away, survives. But at the end, Arnold looks worse for wear. He has seen some shit, basically. Right. I mean, he looks, yeah, he looks fucking half dead, obviously. But he got to the chopper. He did get to the chopper. He barely survived. Him and the girl survived. So what happens... Because I'm not going to watch... I mean, I, I liked this movie fine. But I don't like it enough that I'd like want to see the sequels desperately. So, like, what happens in the sequels? Okay. Arnold does not come back. Arnold never comes back. Um, which is very disappointing, actually. Uh, Predator 2 is a different Predator in the city. In the city? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that one we may watch at another date. I don't want to. Uh, not now, but maybe later. We'll, no, maybe that's later. Right. Uh, Predator Two. I'm fine. I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> no, but like it's it's that one's still. Cause then, cause then they do Alien versus Predator. Yes, right? and the first one is okay. Okay. And then they did. And it, then they did this. Well, then they did Alien versus Predator Requiem, which is a oh shit show. Okay. Um, Great. Then. We basically, then we were like, okay, let's go back to The Predators, which was with Adrian Brody, which is a still, it's actually a good movie. And then we got Shane Black's Predator. Which I heard was 
Is it a predator or no? It's the, the predator. predator. Oh God, what the fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, like I listen. I I I like this fine. I'm not again not to the point where I would want to watch the sequels because I don't think the sequels. I mean, from what you've even said, none of them are as good as the original. No, none of them. No, none of them are as good. And as if the original. I had to give this a rating for myself personally, and listen, I get that a lot of people like this movie. I also like this movie too. I just didn't love it, you know? So I, I would probably give it, like, a maybe three and a half out of five. Okay. For me, personally. Because um, I, I did like the... I liked some of the shots. I liked the characters, for the most part. I li- it was fun. It had a lot of cool one-liners and fun, you know? But it was a little, like, kind of... I don't know. I, I guess at the time it wasn't run in the middle. But it just seems kind of like run in the middle action-y movie, um, for the most part, and, like, I don't like the suspensefulness of the movie I enjoyed for most of it, but then there were certain points, like, mainly at the end, the last chunk with Arnold, there were certain points where I would just scream over to Scott, I'm like, can we just fucking kill someone already? Can one of you kill the other one? Why won't you die? I was just kind of getting over it. So, Frankie's bloodlust was unsatisfied. I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm desensitized when it comes to, like, gory movies. Well, no, I, like I, do, I do understand that in this day and age, a lot of movies have copied Predator. A lot of movies have copied Alien. Right, yeah. All these, you yeah. know, and if you haven't seen the original, you don't, and but you've seen carbon copies of this. Yeah. And there's been hundreds, if not thousands of carbon copies that have taken from Predator or taken from Alien. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when you go back, you're like, and you look at these movies, like, you're, you're not as impressed because you've seen it all. Yeah. I, I guess, like, if I had seen the, I mean, obviously I wasn't alive in 1987. No. But if I had seen... You were negative five. <laughs> if I had seen this maybe earlier on in my movie-watching career, I might feel differently about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely, I did not like it, for sure. But I didn't love it, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I guess Arnold, at this point, was this pre-Terminator? Or post-Terminator? I think this is pre-Terminator. Because, like, Terminator, I think, was my first real, like, introduction into Arnold. And I feel like T2 especially, like, is a good... Well, it's probably, like, the best representation of how, like, Arnold is. Yeah, he's intimidating, and he's kind of, like, a well, big, action-y, well, you, buff guy, but he's also, like, got the ability to, like, interact with other characters and, like, be charming and genuinely, like, care about his character. Well, if you look at this, and you, like, compare... Well, because we have been comparing it to Aliens, and we can also <clears throat> compare it to Terminator... Ooh, uh, the first one in Milch. all three of these series, Predator, Terminator, Aliens. Yeah. Alien. Alien, yeah. We're all horror movies. Right. These are all well, horror Well, Terminator? Ter- the first Terminator is a horror movie. I, yeah, okay. Because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger as this hulking, elements, I guess. this hulking beast trying to kill a woman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. You know, so it's 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 a horror, it's a sci-fi horror movie, but it's a horror movie. That's true. And then, well, this is too Predator. Yeah, Predator is the same thing. And Alien. Obviously. And Alien. <laughs> then we started getting more actiony as the series went on. Right. We went away from the horror elements of the series. Right. You know, 
I wonder why, like, Arnold was okay with sticking with doing the Terminator franchise. Like, he's still doing it. He's going to be in the new one. Be- but then with this, he's, he had his hands off. He was well, I think it. because as much as Predator is his movie, mm-hmm. it's about the Predator. The Predator yeah. is the one we all go for. That's why we keep going back That's to the movie. That's true. But even like... It's not... The movie isn't called Dutch. Right. No, I get it. But like, even at some point... Because I'm sure at some point they went to him and was like, hey... Because they can even have... They didn't, he didn't have to be in the whole movie. He could just be like, oh, they can have a new group well, of people going after the Predator and they could go and meet with him and be like, with Dutch and be like, we heard you dealt with this thing before. Da, da, da. I, I, I believe, be like a ten minute. I, I heard now they were talked about that for at even in one, the new one. Uh, they did that. They talked about that at better. one point for Predator of him showing up again. I think they talked about it. I think there was a rumor in Predators because in Predators they got taken actually to the Predator planet. It's like leprechauns in space. Well, they're aliens, so it's not. Jason but in space. Lawrence Fishburne's in the movie. Okay. And I think at one point they had talked. We were in talks with Arnold to have Lawrence Fishburne's character be Arnold. Okay. But I think Ooh. over time he passed on it. Um, Is it Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne's in that. Adrian Brody and Lawrence Fishburne are both in that movie. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> um. So Adrian Brody has like a weird. He's in a weird career. Um. Yeah. Honestly, of, of all the sequels, of all the sequels, Predator Two is fine. Uh, if we watch another one in the future, it's probably going to be Predators. Okay. I mean, I just, I don't care enough. <laughs> I, I know, but I introduce you to a movie. It's how it goes, dear. Well, listen. I'm allowed to veto. Uh, no, you're not allowed to veto. <laughs> yeah, I can. No, you're not allowed to veto the movie. Yes, I fucking can, bitch. <laughs> uh, but overall, I think Predator okay. is... For its time, it still holds up. It's a great action movie. It definitely movie. holds up, considering it came out in 87. It definitely holds up. You know. Up. Uh, but, oh, to answer your other question before, uh, why he stuck with Terminator and not Predator. Mm. He is the Terminator. Right. No, I, I get that. But, he, like, no, because, well, I mean, yes, he is the Terminator. But in the other sequels of the Terminator, they've had other guys be a Terminator. A Terminator. But he is so he's the got, Terminator. I got it. Whatever. He's the titular character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he gonna be in this one coming out? I don't remember. Yes, what it's he is. Called, but he's gonna be the Terminator. I. Because John okay. doesn't seem like he's in it. Linda Hamilton. Well, in it. no, John is in it. John Connor is in. John this Connor movie. is in this movie. How do you know that? Because Edward Furlong, Edward Fairlong has signed on for this movie. Which one's that? He is the one who plays John Connor. No, I know. In T two. Oh, really? The kid is back. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. Because there's been a lot of guys that have played John Connor in, like, multiple Yes. Movies. Christian oh, Bale, Edward Fairlong. Uh, the guy from, uh... Oh, God. Fuck, I, I can't remember his name. His name in Genesis. Yeah, like, a lot of guys that you don't fucking remember their name. It doesn't fucking matter. But, but anyway... Edward Fairlong was the best one. That's crazy that he's going to be in this. Yes. Um, but okay. Yeah. I'm like... See, this is what I have a problem with. Because when I see... I know we're getting off topic of Predator. It's okay, it's fine. But, I mean, we're pretty it's much Arnie. done with the movie. We pretty much talked about our thoughts on the movie. Yeah. Now we're kind of moving along. But we're still on the subject of Arnold Schwarzenegger. When I see the fucking trailers for... I think it's called Dark Fate or some fucking yeah. bullshit. Because I've seen them a few times now in the movie theaters and on online and blah, blah, blah. 
like I've seen it and I just groan. Like I'm like, oh my god, stop already. The Enough. First, the first Enough. time I saw the trailer, but then, I thought it was fine. But I then I've like, seen no. it repetitively. It's just and enough. now I'm like, I'm kind of sick of it. It's enough now. And, like, I get it. Like, yay, Linda Hamilton's back. It's cool that the guy, the kid is back. Like, the, I don't know. And, like, obviously Arnie's back, which is fine. Well, Arnie's always going to be back. And yeah. I'll be back. Whatever. I don't know. I, I just, I don't think it's going to be good. Is James Cameron doing it? I feel like he's he the producer. Is. Yeah. Which means he's basically doing it. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, God damn. Because, yeah, I think they said after Genesis, like, eventually the Terminator rights were going to go back to him. So I'm sure he was, like, now this is his like, comeback in Terminator. So do I think it's going to be good? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I, I kind of gave up after Terminator 3. Like, I really haven't seen any Terminator movies after 3. I just heard Genesis was awful. So I figured after that they would kind of give up. Salvation. But I guess well, not. well, we went... <laughs> Because what the Terminator franchise does, it the timeline breaks off. It's so fucked. Following, I don't understand it. Following the Terminator timeline is like trying to follow the Halloween timeline. Yeah. Because their timelines are all screwed up, and well, time travel fucks every timeline imaginable. Movies, okay, so is Dark Fate just continuing, or is it taking stuff out? Dark Fate is continuing from T2. Oh, so we're taking... I like T3. T three is gone in this. This. Well, that's unfortunate. T3, I actually dug T three. T three was T three was. Obviously, I'm happy that they're getting rid of the other ones because I haven't seen them, but I've heard they're terrible, and they kind of like make the timeline even muddier than it yeah, already was. Salvation, which was, Salvation was the only one that took the series in a way that was like okay, with it wasn't a great movie, but Salvation with Christian Bale as John Connor. Mm-hmm took the series actually into the future. So, okay, I'm thinking now, because the kid is back. Has he done anything? No. He hasn't, right? No, he has not. So this could be, okay, this might be interesting. He has not done. The fact that he wasn't even in any of the trailers kind of makes me think that he's either not going to be in it much at all, or he's so bad that they kind of cut him out of the trailers. Or they would, well, one of those two could be possibly, or they. obviously, if they were keeping it a secret, it wouldn't be, like, known like he would be on imdb or anything yeah but i think they you know how it is with movie news people leak shit all the fucking time i, I think the point was they were trying not to leak it but now that it has been leaked the floodgates yes, are open yeah. um but huh. back to predator predator again 1987 was a great movie mm-hmm. i enjoyed the hell of it I still love it to this day i think we should go watch uh inner space now oh Just god no kinda, uh, uh, a 1988 Oscar double feature. <laughs> See how the visual effects in inner space hold up against Predator. God. <laughs> Literally, I watched the trailer. And it was like the dumbest thing. It's basically like uh, Dennis Quaid shrinks, is like a scientist, and he shrinks down like body wars and gets injected into Martin Short. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? I'm possessed! Well, honey, I shrunk Dennis Quaid. I know. That's where we're gonna end. <laughs> I mean, if, if I've never heard of an Oscar-worthy plot, that would be it. God. Why aren't we remaking Inner Space is what I want to know. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Frankie, sign us off. Okay.
this has been <laughs> Shoot the Flick, a official Paranormal podcast. I'm Frankie Spark. I'm Scott Eisenberg. And uh, we'll see you guys next time with a brand new movie picked by yours truly. So this should be super interesting. I gotta cook up a good idea to torture Scotty with. <laughs> Alright, so uh, until then, we'll see you next time on Shoot the Flick.